right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. You may speak. <laughs> You're free to speak. Okay. Good. Yeah, good. We're in. Very good. We're in. He'll get here Very when he good. gets here. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I had to immediately, I had to, before we started this, hold on, I'm going to lower my volume here. I'm screaming. Um, I had to immediately begin listening to The Grateful Dead when I mentioned Phil Lesh's bass in the Smithsonian. Immediately had to turn on Dark Star, specifically from the Fillmore uh, oh, yeah. recording. It's a great song. How do you do, Aaron? What's up? You're low. No, you're you're here. You're not pause. You're just low. You're low. We need some gain. Now he's just gone. Anyway, um, <laughs> gotta put him. Yeah, to bed. I, I'm thinking. Um, we were speaking in the chat before um, the start of the recording. We were talking about. The 18 wheel spiller category of our various trackers we've committed ourselves to on the show. Mm-hmm. We're thinking about one way we could possibly advance this is Aaron has been having some issues with the local zoning committee. And I suggest it would be a good idea he drive an 18 wheeler full of gasoline directly into the committee building, which I think is not a bad idea. Oh. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. But I also hear myself. I hear you lower. Too. Okay, cool. So blowing up a local committee building, I think, is not an incredibly ridiculous idea. But um, it then pivoted to the conversation of what would Paz blow up with his 18-wheeler full of gasoline? (laughs) Obviously, the Smithsonian. It made me remember I went to the Smithsonian one time in my life, and um, it was with the parents. We were going through this. It's a gigantic – I don't know if you've ever been. It's a monster of a building. Um, and we're, you know, I pass relics from ancient saints, Indian heads, all the other weird shit they have, because I was going directly for the Grateful Dead collection, immediately going to go look at what they had in the Grateful Dead collection. And um, they have Phil Lesh's bait. They have a lot of stuff. I think they have a Grateful Dead warehouse, a full, like full of shit just God, man, from that can you think can you just imagine how much grateful dead shit there is like out there oh my god yeah it has to be enormous <laughs> i mean they, they, they were they, touring you know they were playing a live show on average every like other day for 20 30 years i mean it's crazy like, on they, acid every yeah. time mm-hmm. just, just an a, acid trip that lasted 40 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 40 years yeah. too long some say <laughs> so they yeah yes many many, many say, say. Um, and, and they have uh, Phil Lesh, my favorite bass player, actually the guy who inspired me to learn how to teach myself to play bass. That didn't get very far, but one of the first songs I tried to teach myself how to play was The Lick from Dark Star, which is not yeah. very difficult to do, at least simply. But they have in the Smithsonian the Eye of Horus. I don't know if you've ever seen Phil Lesh's Eye of Horus. Got to be the coolest bass 
anybody's yeah. ever had. And here come the bass tards to tell me German Schmarkenheimer has had a better bass. Go fuck yourself. Phil Lesh's bass is the coolest bass anybody's ever based upon. Uh, so we're going to have to get that out before we blow that building up. Ironically, I'm saying we're not actually going to blow the building up, FBI handler, but we, you know, we're in that discussion. And then Aaron, you brought up an even better point, something I didn't know was located in the building, Archie Bunker's chair. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Which, a, that's a relic of incalculable value <laughs> to racists everywhere. How many seasons did All in the Family go for? It had to be like six or seven, right? And yeah. then the wife died. Yep. That's six that or happen? seven seasons of Archie Bunker's ass print in there, dude. I bet you it's still there. Yeah, oh, I guarantee you. The cigarette smell or the cigar smell. Oh, what a, speaking what of which, that? had to be the late 70s, right? Oh. Yeah, I think mid mid 70s to maybe early 80s mid 70s i bet it's alarmingly late all in the family you think it's like 92 1992 yeah. <laughs> 71 to 79 okay that's that's right in there that's right in there. 71 to actually 71 to 79 wow yeah. that's earlier than i thought it was gonna be yeah that's that makes the sense fucking because sitcom the, ever the boyfriend's a fucking hippie for the first couple seasons like a legit hippie that's right yep that's right well, we'll have to secure those two items when we get the chance. And Aaron, you mentioned cigars. Fellas, I'm back on cigar smoking. Nice. Based. For Lent. Yep. I stopped. I had to stop smoking weed. I had to stop drinking alcohol. And at the same time, a buddy of mine was like, do you want to go smoke a cigar? My love for cigars was re-unlocked. Um, and I don't feel like it's Lent and cheating because the cigar doesn't get me high at all. It's like coffee. Uh, it's an excellent effect that I've had. I feel I'm taking work meetings while smoking cigars now in my studio apartment, which fucking stinks now. So now, do you look nailed. distinguished while you're smoking a cigar or do you look like a 25 year old smoking a cigar? I don't think distinguished is the word anybody would use to describe me, and especially because I hold my cigars the way that pot smokers hold joints, which is a clear sign that I am not at all distinguished i'm a scumbag who's smoking cigars too early i don't have a problem with it of course you don't because because you're the kind of guy who should be running this fucking country that's that's right that's right it's a, and it's about time that uh, we recognize that and by we i mean the out group beyond the scope of this podcast um we need to figure out i need to tinker with how i'm going to do that apparently there's a lot of contest now for the republican primary um, okay. Between we've got outside Mr. Donald Santa's Trump. Thing. Yeah. We've got Mr. Ron DeSantis, and now we have Vivek Ramaswamy. Are you familiar with him? <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Dude, no. <laughs> I know. Well, first of all, he's got the same Ramos. name as literally a deity from a video game, which is already <laughs> a pretty excellent, a pretty excellent <laughs> thing. He already has uh, name recognition with <laughs> gamers. Vivek so. Ramaswamy. Hell yes. Dude. Yeah, dude. He's, oh, like, he's one of us. A, he's, a, he's a millennial. Oh, he's a millennial. He's a entrepreneurial uh, venture capitalist. He's on Tucker Carlson probably once every week. He's he's our guy. I would say he's our guy. Um, I still won't be supporting him because I only have one commander in chief. But I like the fact that there's a guy who's under sixty five, who's uh, possibly going to be representation for somebody i think that'll be interesting but he can't win he's now, not allowed he's Bert, not allowed have, to win. have you spoke on this before your approach to uh desantis strategy 
whether he would be better off as the governor of Florida or whether he should spend time and effort in a presidential run? I'll, okay, I'll, I'll be serious. I, I think we had a discussion on this and over the line, and my, my thought was that I believed Donald Trump had a chance against Joe Biden, but it was a small chance because of how truly hated he is and how tired everybody is of him. So I thought DeSantis had a better chance, um, but I'm off that again. After having had a personal discussion with Donald Trump, he managed to convince me that uh, he is truly the guy. He's still the guy. And his visit to East Palestine, I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you, did you follow that saga at all? No, not at all. Um, no, nothing bad happened. It was pretty great, actually. He went down to East Palestine. Uh, he went the to go chemicals visit people. Levitate, levitated out of the ground and left, and they went to. He's. They went to Paul Pelosi's house and manifested he's like there. He's like Balder from Nordic Legend, who an arrow could never pierce, except he goes over there and just the poisons they he, run away from his he body. He inhales all of the poison and then just blows it over to the to, to the Democratic control. Yeah, directly to Mexico. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, the thing the thing about it was that was really charming was, for some reason, Donald Trump and I don't even know if this is the wrong thing to think because if he did it for me I, I would be complimented he goes down there and he just basically raids mcdonald's <laughs> he like he goes into the first first stop in east palestine is the local mcdonald's and he just orders truckloads and truckloads of cheeseburgers to so give to the you, people of east palestine do you think he had any sort of like cookie uh order snafu uh or do you think it went pretty smoothly for him <laughs> i think they fucking i well I think there was a language barrier in my case that wasn't there for him. Um, but what I certainly think is, uh, I don't know if you saw the video, but there's a video of him actually ordering the cheeseburgers. He walks into the, which obviously this is all set up, but yeah. he goes in there and this woman behind the, the, the cash register is taking his order. He goes, you know, I probably know this menu better than you do. In fact, I probably know this menu better than anybody in here. <laughs> oh man! Oh yes, dude. Walking in, dick first. You gotta love it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do, and I do. So that's still my commander in chief. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on whether, because the thing is, um, I'm gonna be this guy. The left can't win. We can't let it happen, fellas. So you gotta just pick whoever's gonna win. We gotta take our country back. We gotta Patriots take our country have to back. Take their country back. One cheeseburger at a time. <laughs> Man, if only. One cheeseburger at a time. So I think that's still going to be the guy. Um, we. It feels like we haven't recorded in like two weeks. I think that's just because we recorded pretty early last week. And by consequence of that, we, we missed quite a number of stories that happened in the week. Um, we sure did. I've got a pretty full docket here. My, Earth, I, I can get I make a, a suggestion yes. on what you lead with? Okay. Um, something pretty momentous happened in Florida uh, today, I believe, concerning uh, Disney's status as uh, 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 the leading competitor to Carcadia as a micronation. Yeah, I was excited. Yes, to uh, excited were you? To yeah, oh yeah, yeah. To, to they, you know, I am in competition with them in some sense, and to see them uh, kneecapped by a, a sovereign greater than them is always good news. Uh that I. I I like that take. <laughs> I, that's all I can say. I like that take. Um, apparently, though, the the Sabatinis of Florida are not happy with Mr. DeSantis. Um, 
apparently that bill did not do nearly as much as the uh, plan to float what the bill could do was going to do, if that makes any sense. Like it, oh. it, it, it still frees them from state tax, so they don't have to pay state tax, which is – he was – Ron got up there and he was like, we're going to treat them the same way we treat SeaWorld, which isn't true. So Yeah, he was uh, on Tucker last apart. night. Yeah, he bent the knee to the to the to the mouse. Unfortunately, I, I, I gotta love mouse. that that analogy, like and, and making an analogy to some other entity that people don't understand the tax status of. Like we're gonna treat them like we treat SeaWorld. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, oh. oh. Uh, does any yeah has any who has gone to SeaWorld in the past three decades? Dude, I have to. I haven't even thought about it in three decades. Yeah, SeaWorld. I went to the one who in wants San Diego to go and look at a bunch times. of fish? Isn't that why people go to Bass Pro Shops to get the SeaWorld experience? <laughs> one of a number uh, of reasons. Yeah, one of a number. Yeah, so that's happening. Actually, there's a lot happening in Florida. Car, I think we might have found our next thing. Okay. Um, Shoot. To talk about our our 18-wheeler spill tracking initiative, yeah. I have something quite similar. Apparently, the Okeechobee Music Festival is happening in Okeechobee, Florida. Yes, Great location. That. Well, if anybody wonders whether or not South Florida is the South, go to Okeechobee and you'll have your answer. Um, it's a it's a big music festival, and I I was searching the the Reddit page for an eighteen. I, I literally put eighteen wheeler spills in the last week, and this is what I got was a guy asking. I'm not sure about the rules on this, which is a great way to lead. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah, anything. Like, go on. <laughs> But my crew is thinking of car camping with my buddy's 18-wheeler that he drives for work. Is that too big, or do you think it will work? The website says 20 by 20 spaces, but is that actually the case? Thanks, <laughs> and I can't wait to see everyone. So he's not sure, but he's completely sure. I love that yeah. part. <laughs> this yeah. is what you yeah. do when you ask somebody something without asking them. You're like, can right. I? Can I? Can I please bring my 18? wheeler You're yeah, more just a... informing them that you will be bringing the 18 wheeler, and you just want to be able to look back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> what forgiveness do? versus it? permission. Yeah. Like just park it, <laughs> yeah. park it across across the emergency egress, and then uh, see what happens. It's when you float it just to see the level of outrage in the response. Yeah. If it's not that outrage, <laughs> then you're like, yeah, I'm, you're I'm, gonna I'm, get. I'm, still, I'm still bringing it. If it's like, you absolutely. You could have reformatted the question to say, do you think they'll tow it away if I yeah, bring right, it? Yeah, right, right. It would be the same statement. The subject yeah, line, I, how mad. What I thought how was kind of interesting is, for, and this is going to show my ignorance, I don't know a lot about the trucking industry, even though I did a podcast all of, all about it. Um, the, an 18 wheeler is a combination of two separate parts. It's the, it's the vehicle and then the actual cargo bed, right? Is and that, there's oh, a, have there's that right? a yep, the tractor that exactly and the right. trailer. And actually bird, each of those two separate parts can be broken down into a number of other smaller parts. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> do you, is that, separate... is that serious? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought, mm -hmm. okay, so you could turn it into a 10-wheeler? Well, sure, yeah, you could take uh, eight of the wheels off. <laughs> Again, just testing the level of outrage here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but can I take eight of these wheels off? <laughs> eight of these wheels off? Yeah, I didn't also get the math right. And also fill it with fertilizer. <laughs> 
That's what I, I, so what I was wondering was the man that I, oh, I don't have a Reddit account, but if somebody wants to kind of pursue his line of questioning, I'd love you to ask him, does he plan on bringing the bed or like the, the container also, or are you just bringing the vehicle? Because I think it's unfair to call it an 18 wheeler. If you're just planning on riding the vehicle out there. No, but he if probably has a 53 foot trailer attached to it. So like, it's going to be like at least 65 feet total length which is well i like that he says my crew is thinking of car camping with my buddy's 18 wheeler so mate i guess they're all thinking about literally like sleeping in the 18 wheeler together right <laughs> and then popping out at the man. right time like a trojan horse i love dude, that be, idea dude, it'd be really funny if like we looked at all the pictures of this uh music uh uh venue or whatever after the event and like there's portion there's portions of an 18 wheeler in the background of every single photo because it's that obnoxiously in the way yeah he doesn't actually park it in the yeah, parking it, lot of it's venue. like he roaming drives around it right up to the front stage yeah yeah it's constantly roaming around it's a it's a looming threat at all oh, i love it yeah. i would love if we could bring an 18 wheeler to childerberg or something like that would i, I it would make drop my a 53 dreams. foot trailer near the entrance and i mean Childerberg seems remote enough where they're not going to have like uh, a, a tr- like a tow truck, like a wrecker tow truck to tow. You it need off. a serious tr- tow truck to to move that kind of a vehicle out, don't you? I would imagine. Yeah. So we had a 53 foot trailer crack in half. Uh, it, the tenant was using it for how many wheels storage. how many wheels is that car it's got to be six wheels at least i, I yeah i depend i guess it depends on which direction it cracks from i suppose a lot of things did it crack, right in the middle did it, did it crack down the middle long ways or hot dog or hammer? No, no. nope sure yeah hot dog or hammer oh my god i didn't even think about top and bottom cracking <laughs> vertical hot dog horizontal hot dog or hamburger <laughs> Yeah, and it took one of those giant wreckers. It took two of those giant wreckers to uh, level it out. And then the tenant proceeded to drive a forklift into it and remove all the stock. Wow. Oh, wow. The stock was just one big, long sausage. So when it split (laughs) vertically hot dog wise, it looked like an actual hot dog. Can we imagine we drive that thing up to Childerberg and I don't know, some park range or something. You got to move it. Sorry, bud. Lost the keys. You're going to have to move this one yourself. For any truckers listening to, to us if there are such people it's 125,000 pounds in that 53 foot trailer holy fuck and wait is that fully loaded or is that just what they weigh they loaded it to the brim they uh, parked it they parked it at a loading dock door and were using it for temporary storage of excess stock and it was 125,000 pounds holy fuck yeah yeah you roll up to Childerberg in a 125,000 pound vehicle you're gonna win king of the king of the week no doubt Absolutely. Only the week, though. We'll find something else next week. So good effort, but it's not. You'll be in the running for king of the year. Yeah, you'll be in the running. That's true. And actually, the longer you can keep it there uh, at the distress of the local government, (laughs) really the better. Um, If you can A, get it to move, and B, not get immediately swatted by DOT, then you're good. Yeah. King of the week. So drive. We have a lot. Actually, I, I would venture to imagine of all the jobs that people have that listen to us, we probably have 10 to 15 percent of our listeners are truckers, maybe more. So if any of you guys, you know, want to bring your 18 wheelers, <laughs> I mean, it would be something we it would be good for the podcast. 
right? Yeah, maybe run it by Jake. I mean, just... Uh... Yeah, yeah, physically, like drive by him with... Yeah, drive by Jake on the way down there. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not happy with truckers this week, actually. Uh-oh, They're what out. happened? Oh, boy. So, we had uh, a trucker, a <laughs> unskilled new trucker, drive directly into a loading dock door, like one of the roll-up doors, Hell like yeah. a 16 you know by 14 there. foot drive up <laughs> ramp, just drive directly into it. It's the first attempt at blowing up a, a building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in a yeah. No fertilizer this time, no. but no. maybe next time. It was time. a dry run. Yeah. How many people could you fit in an 18-wheeler? Hundreds, I assume, if you're really packing them in, right? Yeah, about four or five hundred. Four or five hundred people? Yeah. Yep. Do we have any uh, coyote listeners, do you know? Well, that's what I was thinking is I've seen them stuff like 10 or 12 Central American people into a Toyota Prius. So I I imagine the real question is how many Priuses can we put into a (laughs) Yeah. Bring the 18 wheeler full of Toyota Priuses full of people. (laughs) And we can just do a simple conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Easy math. Easy math stuff. Simple stuff. Um, simple things I want to check in on. Oh, of course, the China respecting aspect of this podcast. I'm sure you guys saw on the news. Russia and China have finally teamed up to form the Asiatic bloc to oppose the Western bloc in the world. We're, we're, we've seen this. I'm, I'm sure. Are, are, are we back? Oh, dude, we're, we're so yes. fucking back. We're this. We are back as hell, dude. We're back as yes. hell. All right. Yeah. So now that they've teamed up. World War chances go up or down? Uh, down. Down. God damn it. Uh, We're going to have to develop some material just in case, is what I'm saying, Bird. How yeah. could it go down? It's going down, dude. You think the world is at ease because they're together now? Yeah. I think we are truly uh, bipolar. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the world secretly... You know, always wanted uh, Russo Sino uh, affection. I, I don't an, an doubt alternative that. Alternative to the West. I don't Especially doubt it. Especially a don't financial alternative. Like a, like a romantic comedy, a will they or won't they? And everyone secretly hopes <laughs> they will. Who's got the worst accent? Yeah, I, there's maps going around recently that China's going to make a big move to take all of Siberia up to the Ural Mountains. That would be great. I think that would be an excellent move. Oh man, what a heel turn that would be! How yeah. great would that be, right? If China tripled in size <laughs> overnight <laughs> because Russia gorge. was just like, "Fuck it, whatever." Who like, wants that? Yeah, they're basically Asians out there. You might as well, yeah. basically. Uh, oh, f- I don't know. Uh, fellas, I saw Cocaine Bear opening day. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah? I did. I did. It's getting Good, some bad. negative reviews. I think people are taking it a little bit too fucking seriously. I loved it. I thought it was excellent. A good laugh? Yeah. Based on a true had, story, right? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> it had kids doing cocaine in it. Mm-hmm. Um, A bear killing Ray Liotta by the crotch. Rip right. in peace, Ray Liotta. Um, it it was great. I thought it was Wait, an excellent. Was time. that his I, I last film good. before he died? That was, yeah, yes, it was. Wow, yeah. what a way to go out! I thought it was better than a lot of things I've seen Ray Liotta in over the past decade. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, that was the thing we were talking about uh, after we saw the movie. Like, can you name another movie Ray Liotta's been in since Goodfellas? The answer is, of course not. Almost certainly not. 
Yeah. See? I, I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't. So I Speaking thought of movies, I bring, was a great way. I got to bring something up when we're on movies and off of this topic because I, I just Please. found out something. Uh, it, it actually kind of ties in with the Russia-China thing. Um, I saw this headline and I went to go investigate it. <clears throat> and I don't think maybe this is common knowledge. Maybe I'm five steps behind, you know, pop culture wizards out there. Uh, Bert, mm. I'm looking at you, but I saw this uh, uh, article headline: Vladimir Putin signs a decree honoring U.S. actor and Russian citizen Steven Seagal. I had no idea. Ah, you're reading my notes for the show. Can I? Can I read? Can I just read this article real quick? It's it's very please. Short. Yeah, definitely. I didn't read anything about this. I just knew it happened. It was pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fascinating. So yeah, uh, yeah. Russian President Vladimir Putin has signed a decree to honor the American actor Steven Seagal with the state order of friendship the decree cited what it called seagal's great contribution to the development of international cultural and humanitarian cooperation here's where it gets really interesting seagal has been a regular visitor to russia and became a citizen of the country in 2016 when he received the russian passport from vladimir putin personally he also has worked as the russian foreign ministry's special representative to the united states and japan the former action hero backed Russia's illegal annexation of Crimea and has supported its invasion of Ukraine. He visited the <laughs> occupied Donbass area last summer. In an interview on Russian television last year, he spoke of an existential threat to Russia from Ukraine. Kicks, <laughs> kicks, a, I, kicks a pregnant Ukrainian woman in the head and just I, she just, attacked me. Isn't that isn't that kind of comical? I mean, you just get so yes. used to the uh, the um, the standard uh, Hollywood like you know toe in the line, and Steven Seagal not isn't just like eh, I think both sides have some points. He's like openly like backing the the Russian Russian invasion, which is really good. Yeah, you got to wonder what they have on him, or 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 maybe he's just the Dennis Rodman of the Russian world. Yeah. Now, that also got me to – because, you know, Steven Seagal movies are just those movies that are always on TV. There's always one, and I always think it's the same one that I've seen. I think I've only ever seen one what, Steven Seagal can, movie. I can't name even one, so can you okay. – what is one? Well, the one that I've always seen is Marked for Death, but then I decided, uh, uh, you know what? Yes, Let me, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, and it's on all the time. And I, and if really, if you've seen one Steven Seagal movie, you've seen every single one of them. <laughs> no to, doubt. To illustrate my 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 point, let me uh, let me take you through uh, a few of his his movies. I'm just I'm just starting in the middle of the IMDb. <laughs> uh, End of a Gun, The Perfect Weapon, The Asian Connection, Code of Honor, Sniper, Absolution, Gutshot Straight, A Good Man, Force of Execution, True Justice, <laughs> Maximum Conviction, Sheep Impact, Born to Raise Hell, Machete, A Dangerous Man. The Keeper, Driven it's to the, Kill, Against the, the Dark, Kill Switch, Pistol Whipped, <laughs> Urban Justice, Flight of Fury, Attack Force, Urban Shadow Man, Justice. Mercenary for Justice, Black Dawn, Today You Die, Submerged, Into the Sun, Out of Reach, Clementine, oh Belly of the Beast, God. Out for a Kill, The Foreigner. Dude, is, I'm is like, uh, I'm Con a third of the way through. What? Oh my is Con God. Air on there? Con Air? Is he in Con Air? Yeah, he's in there for like the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, I so I saw a couple big movies that I forgot that he had smaller parts in. Um, one of them I, I already forgot. Oh, the Patriot. He's in the Patriot, and then he's I, also in Machete. Um, God, what? There was another like relatively. I, I love big that movie. you basically you named about forty movies, but only used about twenty words. Yeah, yeah, no, it's exactly it's the same like seven words just rearranged. It's amazing, and they're all the same plot. Oh, man, uh, what was I going to say here? I would love it if he had a string of movies that was like, I drove a truck full of fertilizer, yeah, 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 a fertilizer. into... 
And we're getting, as he's releasing more movies, like everybody's eyes are getting it's wider and wider. Yeah. <laughs> he actually blows himself up like before the release of two final movies that unlocks the end of the code. And we're like, oh, like, how, how did we know? Um, Into the Oklahoma City Federal Building. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um, have you guys seen the Onion movie? No. Okay, it's actually pretty good. Uh, it's you know it's the Onion, the online satirical website. Uh, they released a movie back in like I don't know, I think I was in college. And it's actually pretty funny. And there's one segment in there where Steven Seagal plays himself like in this like self, uh, you know, um, roasting like a parody of, of himself. Yeah, like yeah. He plays this being, uh, this, being Steven Seagal style. He's thing. being Steven Seagal, but it's Steven Seagal is cock puncher, and like he just drives around <laughs> in motorcycles and just punches people in the dick, and that's the only way <laughs> that he fights minute. them. And it's, that's it's, a TLE it's, bit. That's a fact. Dude, it is, bit. man. It's so funny, man. It's really good. <laughs> that's anyway, awesome. I, really I, I can't. You know, I actually was texting my father of all people about the Steven Seagal thing. I was like, "What is the deal with this guy?" Um, and his only response was, he's Steven Seagal, which I yeah, really... Yeah, he really just kind of is Steven Seagal. There's no... It, it's it's a combination of mediocrity. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess it's just mediocre action movies, but enough of them that their sum total equals some sort of, I don't know, relevant achievement. I, another thing I want to point out is, let's just do a Google search, everybody listening. Do a Google search for Steven Seagal... 80s okay take a look at him get some photographs you two fellas i, I welcome you to do this you just uh, steven seagal 80s and you're just gonna see images of him from the 1980s right and he looks like steven seagal and now do steven seagal today okay now take a look again he hasn't he gotten a little bit more asian looking over time like he's russified he oh seems God. like he's russified you are so right, Bird. Wow. He's really dipped into whatever their that culture is. I'm like going he to looks... say this. I'm going to say this. He has rusified and also John Travoltified. You're so right about that. He looks more like John Travolta now than ever before. It's crazy. The two are merging. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, and they're both, from what I understand, complete loony bins. Yeah. <laughs> like like total mental cases. But yeah, it I I've noticed the, uh, God, what's his name? The Sammy Sosa-esque transformation that <laughs> Steven Seagal is currently undergoing, where he's getting yellower and his eyes are separating and his he's doing like a gangster thing with his hair and beard. Yeah. And he always wears these sunglasses now and he just looks totally Siberian. <laughs> Sammy Sosa arc. The Sammy Sosa Seagal arc. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's uh, it's something we want to keep an eye out for. And so I'm going to remove our Madonna tracking initiative for a Steven Seagal tracking initiative. I think that's a great idea. And we'll keep an eye on him for the next few weeks. We'll see where it goes from there. Um, and speaking of our, this is amazingly, we have not even gotten really into the news yet. Uh, we are also the number one Joe Biden tracking podcast in America. And I'd like to play a clip for you. Joe Biden was going down memory lane oh, recently. God, he was this. speaking about a, a nurse uh, that he had at one time. And there's several points in the video where, where you, where you will gasp expecting him to say something different than what he ends up saying. And it's a real, <laughs> it's a real treat. Let me see if I could get this going. Uh, you may hear yourself Lee, echoing like 30 minutes ago. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 
And I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you'll learn in medical school, in nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand her. She'd whisper, she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't knew the one where I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. Love that clip. The nervous laughter, the nervous laughter, and the like. I don't. I I think there are people out there that like watching uh, embarrassing or cringy things. I don't. It makes me very like anxious, (laughs) and I can't imagine being in the audience for a Joe Biden speech. Any of them. You're waiting for him to say, and she gave me a blowjob or something like. Terribly nervous, and and in fact. I, that would make me feel better if he actually did, because then it would break the break. The yeah, ice. It would exactly. Cut the tension. I so I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, I totally. Which I think that was the joke. I don't know. I couldn't really, a hundred percent tell. The other really, jo- actually, the more, in my opinion, and Card, since you also saw the clip, tell me if I'm right or wrong here. Aaron, did you see the clip? Yeah, in that, did you see that clip? Okay, so Carr, tell me if this is really jarring to you. At no point in that clip is he facing the camera. No, he's facing off to the right, like his. He right, is literally facing time. ninety degrees, ninety degrees away. off the podium. Yeah, <laughs> it is very, very jarring. Bizarre. And you have to think, like, am I? He's looking at someone. If I were in the audience, would it be me? And I would be. I, my pit stains would be. Egregious. He's looking directly I, at I would be you. Sweating you know, my nurse did to me. Other people's shirts. If that were happening to me, I would be so anxious, dude. I would yeah, be so I know. Anxious. Every word you're hanging on oh, every word God, that he that I he just imagine. says. Being a staffer. I'm just, just oh goodness. Brutal. No, I, I I imagine he's got almost no contact with direct staff. Like you got to imagine. I imagine that he has maybe five or six direct reports and literally does not talk to a single person beyond those direct reports. And one of them um, is just a, the cigarette smoking man from X-Files. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other five are the other Joe Bidens that he's got to keep with at all times. Dude, speaking of which, did you see we got a new Joe Biden the other day? Did I? Did oh, we did get we? a new one? Somebody, somebody tagged me under it. Uh, it looked pretty, looked pretty new. Looked like a fresh one right off the uh, right off the assembly line. <laughs> so I did see a video of him in that exact same situation, walking down from the White House that he was in I that believe, one time where his hand yes. went over and under the camera, and he was in the same situation. And it just, it just clarified for me that that video we saw all that time ago where we've kind of broke the news that his hands aren't real was even more true than we originally thought because nothing happened weirdly. I mean, again, the camera angle was very, very jarring and strange. They got a fisheye lens on it or or something, but it it was very clear to me that that last video we saw was obviously in front of a green screen. This one's finally, finally real. Um, So I don't know. I, yeah, I, I didn't see that we got a new Joe Biden, but that video that I saw certainly affirmed to me that there have been more than one Joe Bidens in a given period of time. And then, yeah, I saw that we got tagged in a uh, I see the mainstream media is now finally noticing that 10 years ago it was a different guy, obviously a different guy. So that's pretty interesting. I'm still waiting for Fox News to come out and just admit it's not the same guy, you know. I'm just waiting for it. Has we Tucker ever day. hinted about body doubles? 
Oh, that reminds me of another thing, uh, by the way, while oh, I was no. thinking about that bird. Did you, did you? Somebody tagged us in. I've been relatively off the site as well, so I've just been kind of observing. I think uh, all what, three of us actually yeah. have tapped out for the Lenten season <laughs> for different yeah. reasons, possibly. But, um, yeah. Uh, there, there's, I don't know, who knows if this was real. I just saw it. It was amusing. But it was like an over, it was a shot from like a, maybe a balcony as Zelensky was walking through some sort of concourse, perhaps inside or maybe half outside of not not really sure, but there was Zelensky and then an obvious Zelensky double right behind. No. <laughs> yeah, I got to see if I can find it. I wonder if it was fake or not. Oh, really please find that because if we have multiple Zelenskys, now my head's going to break. <laughs> what, yeah, if, I know. what if it's like the dead Internet theory, but for real life where it's most people are just fake? Like 95 percent of the actual people who exist all look exactly the same. And <laughs> I, yeah, I, go find that clip if you can. I, I think that yeah. would be oh here great. it is here it is yes oh really oh, you did find good it? news the first the first thing is uh is Snopes so let me see what this says here let me drop this so then it is drop. real yeah, yeah so probably. then it is real let me uh drop where do you want it in the, in the ZenCaster or ZenCaster the would be great yeah, yeah I'll add it to my list of notes and see if we can include it there you go let me see what the Snopes article oh my god Zinsky it's the a... same guy <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild he's dressed identical. He's dressed identically. Uh, now, is that for assassination purposes or? You would think. I mean, I, I would assume it's like anything. I mean, I assume every leader has has body doubles. I mean, you know, body doubles. Yeah, yeah. Why uh, do we have a body but double? But Snopes too? is claiming that it's a that it's a longtime bodyguard, which is kind of comical. They just say it's well, a yeah, body double, bodyguard. So, body is actually a longtime bodyguard, but it is a body double because it literally is. I mean, it's the same guy. He's always dressed the same too. Mm-hmm. Always behind him. Yeah, that's wild. Um, I guess not so surprising. I, I just don't like that we don't have any body doubles. I guess, Carr, you, you had a body double around about the 1970s, and he a- ended up killing people and eating them, so that didn't yeah. go so well. But yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, um, let me see what else I got here on the news. Kind of got a lot of stuff to go through here, fellas. Let's take the Steven Seagal off the list. Oh, great article. I was listening to the Glenn... So, I'm doing my, uh, you know, e- evening, midnight, filling up two shot glasses with Fireball whiskey, driving in my car uh, to the Wawa to go get a sandwich. Um, and I was listening to Glenn Beck on the radio. You got to listen to Glenn Beck's radio show if you ever get a chance. He's the same. He's still the same. It's great. And he was talking about an article that was written in The New Yorker entitled, Can Psychedelics Heal Ukrainian Trauma? <laughs> and oh. It's basically the I think the point of the article is that they're they're currently running some uh, 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 tests, uh, dosing uh, returning members of the territorial defense forces with LSD um, mushrooms and ecstasy, which is not a psychedelic. But let's say it is for the purposes just to kind of see if it you know helps or hurts. And, um, you know, I think the only thing that could possibly make the situation in that region of the world better is if everybody is dosed on incredibly heavy psychedelics the entire time. I think that'll, I think that'll really help us out. So it's something we're going to want to look out for in the future. If they just kind of start flying overhead with LSD doses, maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll save the country. Um, The other thing that I found was a longtime friend of the show, Jen Psaki. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She just got a promotion. Really? Where is she? Isn't she at a news organization? 
She sure is. She's at MSNBC, and she's now going to be hosting a weekly Sunday show called Inside with Jen Psaki, which I thought was an excellent... Spicy. (laughs) Finally going to see it. Hey, we're finally going to get inside Jen Psaki, fellas. Um, And we'll go from there. Similarly, Don Lemon lost his job at CNN because he basically called women over 50 ugly and not charming and with no accomplishments. He said that they're not in their prime, which he basically just turned into a groiper live on air. He did. Yeah, it was kind of wild to watch the Don Lemon from several years ago come back because that's how he was several years ago. He was he's always been that kind of guy. So it's kind of crazy to me that everybody just forgot the fact that like several years ago, Don Lemon was basically calling his fellow black men and words that they should pull up their pants. Uh, like it, it, it's pretty great to see a return to the lemon or Lamon, if you will. Um, so we're going to have to keep our eye on him as well. And then another thing I think we're going to want to look out for fellas is uh I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there was a longtime aide for Bill Clinton who was found with several bullets in his head tied to a tree with an electrical cord around his neck. Yep. Mark Middleton, longtime advisor of uh, Bill Clinton, been to the White House several times, signed uh, Jeffrey Epstein into the White House several times. His body and car were found at Heifer Ranch in Perryville, Arkansas. Uh, he was assassinated, but they won't this. I'm sure he was assassinated by nobody important, of course. Um, that's a shame to lose a friend of the show. Yeah, it certainly is. Certainly is. I mean, what are they at now? Seven or eight people associated with them killed brutally. Uh, oh no. Well, I mean, it depends on how conspiratorial you want to get, but I mean, yeah, probably about seven or eight that are like frighteningly obvious. So, uh, Vince Foster, frighteningly obvious. Yeah. Death rich, Uh, frighteningly obvious. Right. Uh, this guy, frighteningly obvious. And then uh, and there's one there more was guy a, who I'm definitely there forgetting. There was a slew in the 90s. And so the problem was that a lot of them just weren't all that important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Uh, like yeah. from any kind of like newsworthy standpoint, I guess is what I'm saying. Not like human life mm-hmm. standpoint. But uh, yeah, sure. there, there's there's like a, a number. So I think there was a couple more from that law firm, right? Like uh, Whitewater. Yes. Yes. There was. They basically like... <laughs> Killed off an entire department at that company, and everybody yeah, is just supposed crazy. to go. Yeah, this is a crazy coincidence. Yeah, like I'd have to I'd refresh say, you know, my I, history, but I'm pretty sure because I think there it, weren't two of them found like decapitated near a railroad track, and it was in a garbage can, and it was ruled a suicide. I, I I'd have to refresh my memory. Ridiculous, but, but yeah, it's there. There's like, a, yeah, you're but you're probably right about probably damn near ten that you're looking at, and you're like, this was an important guy, and holy shit. Yes. Yeah. So that's something to to keep in mind. Um, Oh, we were finally vindicated. I mean, we as in anybody with a brain were finally vindicated this week when the U.S. Energy Department finally assessed that COVID was likely coming from a lab leak. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we finally got official government sources underneath the White House. Which for uh, me, that was like the least important aspect of it at at the time of breaking, you know, Mm. it had already escaped or gotten out of a wet market or whatever so like that was kind of irrelevant at that point but but yeah i mean mean, it's probably important going forward to be like hey we need to uh maybe not uh invent uh viruses that kill us or or do or and just be honest just Just say it hey just following the example of our neighbors up north yeah that's true how are they doing up there in canada 
A lot of weird shit going on, especially with regards to China, right? Oh, yeah? What, are they getting squeezed by China uh, or something? I think there was, like, some the documents that leaked or something like that, that came out about the uh, elections. Like, basically, I don't know. I didn't really look into it because it was... Yeah, make it up. Just make it up. Um, make this, I think, basically, China uh, rigged the elections for Trudeau to win the elections. I'm, yeah, I, communists stick together, right? I guess that's yeah. one thing you can say to that. Sure. Yeah. Bros. Can't take that away from Brian Kohlberger. This was a, a weird one that I'd like to. This is on the topic of um, capital punishment, fellas. So, yeah, Brian Kohlberger, the guy, that weird guy who spent several years of his life uh, studying to be a criminologist so that he could kill people and get away with it, or not. I don't, we don't really know. Is. Brian Kohlberger, you certainly remember him. He's the guy who we, we were talking about him not long ago. He's the guy who on the college campus he killed a bunch of Idaho students. Oh, that guy. Um, yes, right. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he looks like so, a fucking creep. Yeah, he sure does. And, and But you got to respect the hustle. You do. Got to respect the, the hustle. So, put in the work. He ended up killing Kaylee Gonsalves, Madison Mogan, Ethan Chapin, and Zana Kernodal. Great names. Uh, he's a criminal justice doctoral student, as you know. The interesting thing is, in Idaho, if he is convicted of killing those those students, he could face capital punishment. But but when you think capital punishment, uh, what's the number one way that you think of? Death, I guess. Well, yeah, uh, but how? How do they do it? Uh, lethal okay. injection rate? Lethal injection, yeah, I think electric the, the two of you are right up there with it, but what if I told you in Idaho they're going to put him in front of a firing squad? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I did hear that. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody recommended that. Yes. Like so, somebody somebody just, it's just kind of open for recommendation? Is that how they run it up there? <laughs> I think we should shoot him, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea of spirit, else I really do. Like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so uh, representative of the GOP state uh, party, uh, Bruce Skaug, who is also the chairman of the House Judiciary Rules and Administration Committee, which is why he's able to make this recommendation, introduced a bill last week that would bring back the firing squad as a legal form of execution in Ohio uh, if it was passed on time. And it actually looks like there's some support for it. Uh, it it's very possible Brian Kohlberger will be subject to a firing squad. Now, uh, capital punishment, if you're in favor of it, if you're against it, suspend your opinion on it for a second, and let's just agree it happens in various kinds of ways, right? I think all of us would agree, well, actually, I'm willing to get your opinions on this, if the state was going to execute you, let's say, nobody's taking lethal injection if you've got a number of options, right? Yeah, that's probably right. It's a weird one, right? It's really yeah, it's inhuman. Yeah, There's no morality it. behind it. It's creepy. Yeah. yeah, bringing the medical state into it is even weirder. Yeah. So we yeah. drop that, right? Being being hanged, I think, is an option maybe some people would take because quick, pretty effective, classic, stylish, yeah. right? We agree with that? Sure. I don't think, and call me crazy here, I don't think that, a guy who kills four college students deserves death by firing squad. Wow. Okay, you're coming out the other way. I like that. Now, is that because this is Lent and you're Catholic and we've all been instructed to oppose the death penalty? No. No. <laughs> no. It's because, and again, tell me if I'm wrong here, but... It's too honorable. Out of, exactly. Yeah. That's no, exactly... 
Yeah, right? Because when you think about firing squads, you, you think about, I don't know, uh, dictators. Captured, yeah, or like a captured prisoner of war. Soldiers. Who was defending yeah. his, his, you know, Giving him a cigarette. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, to me, uh, I would choose to die by firing squad out of any of those options every day of the week. Me too. There's a there's a level of prestige yeah. given to someone who dies of a firing squad. They killed Ceausescu by firing squad, for instance. They hung Mussolini. Well, yeah. if you if you look at the two of the way they died, you're choosing the Ceausescu method every time. I mean, he's just slumped over dead on the floor. It's way more honorable than hanging by a fucking gas station pole. You know what I mean? You do run the risk of falling in a gay position, though. Oh. But that's really 50-50. I mean, if you're willing to flip the Well, flip, I think normally so how it goes right. is you they fall tie in you a gay a post, position, you are... Um, I thought they just kind of make you sit against a wall. Well, I mean, that's the Marxist-Leninist firing squad, but... Which, to me, curries the most uh, honor. Yeah, at least they'll give you a cigarette. Yeah, a cigarette, face the wall, ba-ba-ba-ba-bang, you're done. Yeah. Would you rather face the wall or the men? I'd rather okay. face the men. Me too. Yep. Me too. Me too. Because there's, you know, you're looking at your killers in the. There's something. No, they put a blindfold least... over you, don't they? No, Some I wouldn't do. want the blindfold. I wouldn't want the blindfold. I, think I want to look these motherfuckers in the eye when they shoot me. Yeah, but you don't know who's shooting you. Aren't they yeah, all that's... shooting you? No, no they, only one. One has of a them has a. Uh, one of them has a real bullet, and then the others are blanks. Oh. Yeah. So that oh. way, nobody really knows. Um, if they're the ones that took a life. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's how that goes. Oh, I suddenly don't like that as much. I thought all of them had bullets, and they were all kind of Swiss cheesing nah. you. Nope. Oh, that's dumb. Ah, never mind. I'm sure I'll there's variations. Hung. I'll choose to get hanged. Yeah. yeah, if I'm going firing squad, I want every one of those motherfuckers to empty the entire magazine into me. All of them. <laughs> That's to me is the most honorable way is 21 gun salute directly to my face. All of you. Ah, you guys have spoiled it. I really thought that that would be the most prestigious way. But if it's only one guy, what if he doesn't even hit a vital? Then you're going to be there kind of car. This goes further to your point. If somebody doesn't even hit a vital and it's only one guy with a bullet, you're going to just be shot. You're not going to be dead. Yeah, I know. That would suck. I guess they're aiming at your head. I don't know. I but I don't like. I'm not. not I've lost my. I'm not happy anymore. I don't Sour like this anymore. They, I think they aim for your yeah. heart. Well, that again, that curry's more prestige than the head. But again, if it's only one bullet, it's not. I, I wouldn't take my chances. Just hang me. Yeah, but it's like a thirty odd six. Like you're gonna blow your. Like the exit wound's gonna be the size of your heart. You know what I would prefer? Twenty five thirty odd sixes directly into my heart. <laughs> Really just turn me, tear me to shreds. You don't want, you really don't want an open casket, do you? No, I, what? No, yeah, that, I, I just yeah. want to die with some prestige. Yeah. I don't know. I, I oscillate back and forth now that we're having this conversation. If I have an open casket funeral, that means I didn't die in the way that I wanted. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, there's, there's a lot of truth. Yeah, I there. agree. Do they even do open caskets anymore in most cases? Oh, yeah. Catholics still it's do that stuff. Kid. We like looking at people's dead faces, yeah, giving them yeah. a kiss, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I've soured on the idea, but I still don't think Brian Kohlberger deserves that kind of an honor. We'll and I'm not back being to it. A, well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. And, you, Just, know, you know, 
you know, chew on it for a little bit. Yeah, I, I'd like to get the listeners' opinions on this. So hit me up in DMs, or actually, better yet, let's get a conversation going in uh, in the Twitter post for this. Go to the TLE uh, so, uh, Twitter, find this, and talk about it. Let's let's hear what you how you'd prefer to die and by how many bullets. I would between firing squad, lethal injection, and hanging. I would least want lethal injection. Yes, I think we all agree. Yeah, only because they it's been in the news in the last. 10 or 20 years that there's been perpetual shortage of the cocktail that they use the chemical cocktail that they use i guess it's only made in denmark so Mm. you had states like experimenting with other chemicals and some of them worked and some of them didn't and yeah uh, there's been a lot of that i I don't know it just feels too sterile and medic like medical for me and like uh no like when you think about a murderer when you think of even when you think about a murderer, I even think the electric chair has far more prestige than lethal injection. Yeah, it's classic. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the problem yeah. with the electric chair is it only works about 15 percent of the time. So yeah. They got <laughs> to keep zapping you until, until yeah. you're finally out, which to me, you know, the, I was actually reading about this the other day. Um, we, I was actually reading. I actually purchased because I'm, I'm fucking hardcore this way. An electric chair, uh, <laughs> a flag, a flagellant whip, a, ca- a cattail whip. Um, I wanted to have a cattail whip because I find it fascinating. I find them a fascinating piece of technology. No, I'm not going to practice flagellation, um, but I Are did want to purchase one. Are you going to give that to somebody to do to you? Is that going to uh, be your nope, I, TLE I fetish hour? Nope, nope. I, I reject the idea entirely of fetishizing the cattail dark? whip. No, no, I reject it entirely, but I, th- right. I think the implement is quite fascinating. And uh, so I was reading about the, the cattail whip and lashing as a form of execution so the uh, it's a common popular theory that for instance jesus christ uh was whipped 39 times because uh the romans uh wanted to execute him and they wanted to execute him via crucifixion and the thing in ancient rome as far as i understood it via reading was 40 lashes which is the classic you hear about the term the 40 lashes thing was considered a death sentence what was believed was uh, any no person, if a sufficient executioner was properly executing the whip technique, no person could survive 40 lashes. Right. So legally in ancient Rome, 40 lashes was considered a death sentence. So if you survived, you got your death sentence and that was it. That was the end of it. So they gave Jesus 39, so it didn't count as the death sentence, and then they put him on a cross, they killed him. That's at least popular lore. I, I don't. It's not in the Bible. I, I have no idea. But I was thinking we could probably bring that back also. What, whipping? Yeah, lash 40 lashes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that might be problematic. Why? Oh, it's because a, of the oh, slavery association? Yeah. Slavery yeah. thing. Because I love that. I love yeah, the whole slavery thing ruining my favorite method of execution yet again. What are some others? Burning someone by the stake? That is yeah. obviously reserved for women only, I would uh, think, right? What, what was the drowning method that the Puritans used on witches where they'd like... I, yeah, and I don't know if that one is real or mythical, and... but they would, they'd put a, a, um, they would tie you to basically a... Well, the mafia did it, too, and with, as I understand it, actually did it. Um, they would just put a cement block or something like that, attach it to you and throw you in the ocean, and you'd drown. And if you were a witch, you wouldn't drown. That's the way they proved whether or not you were a witch. So that's a method of execution, but I don't like that one because I don't like the idea of nobody seeing me die. I want these motherfuckers to watch me die. 
Fair? Fair. Fair. Any other methods of execution you guys know about, would prefer? I think crucifixion certainly is off the table. Would not want that one. That one is horrific. Uh, I think this is another conversation I wish we had pause here for. Why? What do you think pause Because he probably knows every method ten, from ten ancient times up to it. the industrial era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the blood eagle. The blood eagle would be another method of execution. Yeah, they the, crack your ribs open and break them. The like the Egyptian sarcophagus with the spikes in it. Oh, yes, yeah. the Iron Maiden. Iron the Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yeah. The rack. Which uh the rack. Oh, dude, would not want the rack. Stretching. Nope. Like you yeah. could you could take any period in history and they all have their unique execution method. Yeah, Maybe drawing and quartering, the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, these are all, all right, horrific. This is, this is all right. Like, let's, but that's my right. point let's is, obviously, out of everything we named, it's very clear Firing Squad possesses the most prestige and is possibly the most humane. Yeah, it's elite. It's Those elite. Based. Boom. About it. <laughs> the number one method of execution of this podcast. Of this podcast. <laughs> the number one Firing Squad supporting podcast. Hell, even. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, uh, one more news story. Uh, do you yeah. guys have anything you want to add? Because I Aaron, things, I know you've got a. a okay, oh, yeah. um, I'll I'll step back on mine because Cora, you might even say one of the only ones I have left. And Aaron, okay, I really well, I want you to two. do your silver linings segment um, at the very end here because it is really a nice. It's a nice story. Let's let's just say, uh, Car. What else you got? I've got this. Uh, South Carolina proposing a quote Yankee tax for everyone <laughs> moving to the state. Did you see this? $250, yeah, $250 vehicle registration and $250 driver's license, uh, you know, switch uh, to South yeah. Carolina uh, from out-of-staters. So I thought this was actually, so that in itself is somewhat interesting, but then there, there yeah. was like a sub-headline. It says, as Fox Business points out, South Carolina isn't the only state trying to slap people with moving taxes, as California and New York have both proposed legislation to tax people leaving their state. On the way out, yes. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of kind of interesting do you know that i so i uh i don't know if i should say this out loud but we don't have any narcs on the show certainly i still haven't registered any of my shit in the state of florida um yeah and and i got a i got a fucking email from the new york uh the tax department Mm -hmm. and it was like very strongly worded (laughs) really about what it was like it, it was basically the subject was Hey, um, make sure you file your taxes in the state of New York this year. And it was like oh, it kind of alluded to the fact that they know I'm not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, would, be I mean, there's there's a there's probably a, some motivation for you to to switch that license before they start slapping taxes on. Nah, you know. I'll pay the state of Florida. I owe them. I owe them a lot. <laughs> Just tax yeah. me, baby. Tax me. Five hundred dollars, huh? For the. uh yeah, if you want to, it says 250 for their driver's license switch and then 250 for a vehicle. So if you're just coming down without a vehicle, I suppose it's not, uh, you know, it's only 250. No, not as bad, but that's still pretty funny. Yankee tax. I like yeah, it. I, I, I support it completely, fully. I get, uh, I get threatening letters from California Department of Revenue all the time because they think that I was a resident right. when I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep. that's yep, yep. not my job to prove that I wasn't. Right. Correct. And, and and so, like, what can they even do to you? I mean, it's probably too long of a discussion. I don't think people can really do much of anything. Not a fucking thing. I, I had the same thing happen with the state that I was in, and I just, like... Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fake. What else you got, Carr? 
Uh, Texas has illegalized TikTok for public employees. I can't remember if we talked about this, but I also want, I did, it's not really all that interesting in itself. Um, uh, but I did see recently that there's a move to illegalize it for public devices of both of the United States, uh, employees now. I don't know if, uh, we've seen So that. like on your work phone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be pretty based if they did it, uh, anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, it would be, be wild. Pretty base if they just made it illegal to go on TikTok on any platform. <laughs> you have swaths of 13-year-old girls facing firing lines. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah I, I'm that's... into it. I'm so I support that move. I, yeah. I, as somebody who never uses TikTok and never will, I'm totally fine criminalizing its use. <laughs> yeah, sure. Same. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Aaron, um, are you ready to be our chief tragedy tracker? I am. Yes. Um, this is <laughs> for, uh, for our Semitic audience. You may want to avert your ears for this one. <laughs> um, I have a news story about a woman who's been going viral on Facebook for purchasing a 1998 Ford Escort for a $289 a month monthly payment. Uh, for the term of 84 months, 1998 Ford Escort, which is, if I can remember back to the <laughs> late nineties, uh, a fantastic car. I had a couple oh, aunts man. that had one, just That'd a great you. car. Incredible. Absolutely. And, and especially wonderful. the wagon. Mm-hmm. It's a shit box too. If you actually look at it, I feel this can't be real, but I, I hope it, like, I kind of hope it is. So I grew up with a 1994 Ford Escort. And during the summer, I remember we had to turn the heat on and roll down the windows to prevent the engine from yep. overheating when we were in the McDonald's drive-in. I had a very similar experience because my first car was a 1995 Mercury Sable, which was the Merc- which was the Ford Taurus. Uh, probably shared many of the same components. And, uh, yeah, had very God, I love the fucking... Was that my a six-cylinder ground- or a four? Ugh. It was actually a six. I think it was a three-liter six. It was a big, Ooh, uh, yeah. big engine. So my, it had a little, my- had a little oomph. It had a little get-up-and-go. Yeah, the yeah, four-cylinder, not so much. My grandfather had one of those. My grandfather had a beige 1990-something Ford Taurus. Mm-hmm. God, that car fucking rocks. <laughs> that car yeah, dude, it was great. is front so bench awesome, seat. dude. Yeah, yeah talk bench about seat. being able to drive something full of uh, fertilizer into a committee building and take yeah, a lot of people man. out. You could that fit fucking a lot thing. of fertilizer in a Ford I Taurus. almost bet if you filled a Ford Taurus with fertilizer, the chassis wouldn't even blow. <laughs> No, no it would just keep together. driving. You would see it that, drive off the, off through the other side of the building and off into the sunset. <laughs> yep, it would going, be completely man. unhinged, uh, unscathed. Yeah. It would be totally yeah. perfect, yeah. Um, one thing that I like, Aaron, about this story that you shared with us is obviously um, you shared a story from hiphopvibe.com, reputable news site. Um, in the actual, if you'll look, in the actual um, URL... Somebody fucked up and wrote, woman buys old car for two nine two eighty nine a month for 84 years. Somebody fucked up. <laughs> leasing it? <laughs> leasing the 98 Escort? <laughs> yeah. Indefinitely? If you do the math, it comes out to over $24,000 at the end of her term. Holy fuck. Dude, that's, I pay but, that amount for a 2022 uh, HRV. That exact amount. And for far but, fewer months. If you look at the pictures... Uh, there's a there's a nice African American couple. Yes, uh, the woman lovely. who ostensibly bought the car has a big red bow on the hood, and she's posing on it, and she looks happy. 
She looks like she treated herself. The photo is fucking adorable, which is why I don't believe this story is real. However, (laughs) if it is, it makes me even angrier to look at this sweet couple and how happy they are. They got this car. It really bothers me. I mean, the only people worse than landlords in this country are used car salesmen. I I hate to say it, but they really are pieces of shit. Um, Yeah, so silver linings. And that is silver lining. It is a it is a fucking awesome car. It's a fucking awesome car. Fucking awesome car. And honestly, it'll probably last through the entire leasing period far longer than my fucking car will. Um, They used to build them better, man. Now I want a Ford Taurus. I'm going to look on the market and see if I can purchase a Ford Taurus. Um, I think in the late 2000s, they had a couple model years where they brought it back. I actually think my grandpa had a 2002. It was a perfect fucking car, man. It's it's what, and he lived in uh, Fort Lauderdale at the time, so it, I remember distinctly it's the exact same vehicle that uh, police were using at the time. Um, oh, yeah, so they you made, know, like, a sport model there for a little while, like the SDS. Dude, and that like fucking that. thing was yeah. gnarly, man. Yeah, what a great car. Yeah. yeah, I think they made a diesel, too, by the way. I think oh, they, I think they made forest. a diesel chugger of that one. Yeah, fucking, how great would a nice six-cylinder diesel 2002 beige gold Ford Taurus be how beautiful does that sound what a probably smells like cigarettes and bourbon on the inside and 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 vaginal fluid (laughs) oh did you guys know they brought a snail trail on the on the wait what (laughs) yeah the yeah the the mid-size class ended in 2007 but the full-size oh they just switched to full-size it's been it went to 2019 I had no idea what apparently 2019 full size for Taurus. Let me take a look at this son of a. Oh my god, gorgeous! So I had the second generation, which began in '92. The third generation you could began tr- in '96. Man, you could drive this thing through such a large group of pedestrians. <laughs> yeah, and you know it was actually pretty good in snow too, which was great. It was front wheel drive, yeah. real heavy. I, I got to tell you, the Ford F one fifty. A monster of a fucking vehicle, I'm sure, as you've all experienced, given where all of you live. I would put a Ford Taurus up against the F-150 any day in terms of stability upon crashing into a group of people any fucking day of the week. Yeah, it's low. It's lower. It's nice. It's low. It's the best sedan probably the United States has ever produced. And ever will produce. And ever will produce. Yeah. Um, mm, A car. We're we're Subi boys, and uh, you're you're neglecting to think of... uh, the Subaru Forester. Well, but that's not U.S. produced. Uh, that's true, yeah. 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 They may Look make it in the factory in Indiana, but it's a Japanese company. I'm not counting. It's a Japanese car, and and most of the Subis that car had were hatchbacks anyway, so. It's true. We're, we're not, we're not moving fact, yeah. into the hatchback market. We're talking about sedans, baby, full-size oh, sedans. Oh, okay, all right. Because when I think of an Escort, I always think of a wagon only because that's what I grew up yeah. in. I wish I had had the wagon, but I had a sedan, but the sedan was badass. And let's not forget the greatest car of all time, the Aztec. Uh, excellent oh, the vehicle. Pontiac Aztec. Pontiac. I'm just, that, I'm just that waiting to retire name. and uh, sail off into the sunset in my 2015 Honda Ridgeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's look. I'll, next week, I'll, I'll have a Ford Taurus in my name, fellas. I promise you that. I promise you that. Um, we'll hold but you that's to it. it. That's all we'll I have. track it. That's all the yep, uh, that's news all that I I've got. got. We've hit our, our mandated hour. Aaron, I think your story was both uh, enlightening and also frustrating, but also heartening. 
I feel heartened by it. Um, yeah. Just checking my news. Oh, oh, last, very last thing. We were just talking about this before. Car, you're the only one of us who've gotten the pleasure of having a conversation with uh, Presidente Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador mm-hmm. of Mexico. Yep. Um, and though though it was under unfortunate circumstances, uh, you yep. you have managed a relationship with him to this day. Uh, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce this because it's not Nahuatl. It is a Mayan word, the Alush. Maybe it's Alux. Not 100% sure. But apparently, uh, Mr. Obrador, or rather Presidente Obrador, uh, posted a picture that he claimed was an Alush, or an Alux, a mythical woodland creature of ancient folklore. And he offered some proof in the form of a photograph taken at night, a little bit blurry, Bright white eyes, looks like a headdress or long hair or something resembling the sculptures from archaeological sites found in the Yucatan Peninsula. These creatures, Alush, are basically the Mayan equivalent of a leprechaun or a gnome or they're little mischievous a people. A Pukwudgie, a great, yes, a Pukwudgie, which I believe is Anishinaabe, I'm not sure. But yeah, North, uh, North American natives got the same thing. Everybody in the world has a little myth of little people. Um, and in fact, in some places, the little people are real and are enslaved by the Bantu people in Africa. So I don't know if they're real or fake. Much like uh, South however, African whites, the Boers. <laughs> indeed. I don't know if these little folks are, are real or false or if they were. No, they're real. I live what, in the Bridgewater Triangle. They're real. They're, little people are real. Oh, oh yeah, is that where they are? Puckwudgies are up there. So I guess that's like Lenape or something. Anyway, every world culture has a myth of little mischievous people. And um, what I thought was quite interesting was that the Alush are tied to periods of mischief. So the sightings of these creatures go up in history during ominous times, very ominous times. And so with this sighting, and, you know, I see little people all the time, but with this sighting in Mexico, I think we ought to, as the final thing, the theme of this episode is we'll keep an eye on. And I ought to think if we see more sightings of little people in the near future, because it could uh, bode unwell for the near future. So we'll see where that goes. We'll see where it goes. Then after the show, I'll talk to you about something that we may want to expand on. Speaking of signs of ominous times. Okay. okay. All right. Sounds oh, good. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, or uh, I think that was a good enough way to end it. So please, yeah, it's just, just going to be me saying. Footnote nine thirty. Yeah, Marco right. nine. Yeah. Uh, that's a poor, That's that's a word used often in a Ford tourist. By the way, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's true. That's why they had to discontinue it. That's why they discontinue it. It provoked that word too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's let's close it out there. Until next week, too.